Boom. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 50 uh, of the VR Link. My name's GT, and this is your weekly Sunday service VR podcast that gives you and us a chance to sit back and discuss some of the latest news and games and goings on in virtual reality. Allow me to introduce this week's co-hosts. We've got Salsa from Salsa Ketchup VR. Hello, everyone. We've got Dane from Get to the Chopper VR. I am back. And we've got uh, Oculus Quest specialist Matt, a.k.a. BMF. Hey, how's it going? Oh, my tongue's all twisted today. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man? You're right. Thank you for joining us today. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. I can see the chat. It's excited to have you here, man. It's really good. There's a lot of awesome people. Yeah, man. Yeah. For those of you on the move or just for audio podcasts, you can listen again via Spotify and Anchor. Just search the VR Link podcast or use the links in the description. Each and every week, uh, I want to thank the amazing Backbone patrons of the channel, uh, patrons and channel members whose names are listed below each and every week. Uh, if you're looking, away, looking for ways to join these timeless VR legends, please check the links in the description and while you're there, please check out our community Discord. So I hope everyone has had a good week. I keep looking to the left because that's where my camera normally is, but it's here because I was playing Euro Truck Simulator. So if I, I'm looking at nothing when I look over there, it's just a habit. It, you're here. Um, yeah, so let us know in the chat what you've been playing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for hitting that like button and thank you for joining us each and every week. Really appreciate it. And uh, while we go through what we've been playing this week, and now I can take this bloody thing off. So, yeah, let's go with you, South. What have you been up to this week, man? Um, I've been trying to get a little bit better at um, Automobilista 2 and really digging into that. And there was an update to that yesterday. They're on their sort of like final leg towards release. So we're on 0.9.6. So it's getting there, really getting there. And... Um, it was exciting for me. Um, <laughs> what can I say? It's getting there. It was exciting for me. Yeah, well, it, it, it is. It's, a, it's great fun when you're in there. And the V8s. Uh, a lot of work's been done on the V8s. Really hard cars to drive. And I think anybody who jumps into that is going to have some good fun with those cars. Because they can be very scary when you try to race them. Oh, all over, fine. all over the place, skidding out the back end on those when you're, you know, side by side. Good fun. Everyone loves a bit of skids from the back end. Adrian <laughs> JP, you know what, man? So he is now a GT team member. Thank you, team player. Thanks, man. Thanks for being part of the club. Thank you, dude. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Chopper, what have you been up to this week, man? What have you been playing? Yeah, so I've not been here for the past two weeks. Um, so I want to run through some of the stuff I was playing. Um, I finished off Lies Beneath at last. Um, I've been meaning to get around to that. That's such a wicked game. I love that to pieces, man. That is one of the best quest games for sure. Okay, so some of the people I know and talk to about this stuff do not agree with that at all. What, Lies Beneath? They're like, I I don't know. Like They almost think I'm strange for the amount of praise I give it. But, you know what I mean? But why? I, I have seen some people saying, no, it's not all that. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know what else you could want for a game like that. It's, oh, that, I know. Yeah. you got like multiple different weapons you can get. It's either, it's got different difficulties, which normally you don't really care about. You've got normal, easy, hard. You just play on normal most times, right? But on this one, it's bloody hard on normal. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's like on hard. I'm not even going to attempt that. Um, yeah. yeah. It's got it's got scare bits, but not too many. It's not scri- it's not scripted with the scares really, apart from like one or two. Um, yeah, I just loved it. I think I think it was wicked. I I, I think the 
the story I was kind of in, I was interested in for a bit and then I kind of fell off a bit because I was like, I, I don't even know what's going on now. Yeah, you kind uh, of forget. The, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I was still loving the game because sometimes games really need story to drive you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I actually forgot about the story, to be honest with you. I was, it, it felt like it was me trying to survive a horror experience and that was it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, one that I still want to play as well, but I want to finish other stuff before I play that one because it looks like one that's going to be scary as all hell. So I'm, I'm prob- probably going to play that, I think, when once I get moved into my own place and I can scream my head off and not disturb anyone. Once you're all by yourself, <laughs> yeah, not safe. That's I the like time it. to play a horror st- if you want full immersion open your front door leave it wide open so you know it's open and then play the game with the headset on thank you for this advice and (laughs) just uh, thank you to self Memphis as well by the way oh yeah yeah oh so uh, we gotta do the uh, super chat roll film man he says salsa more salsa (laughs) there she is thank you ever so much for the donation yeah Matt you was gonna say something dude Oh, I was just going to say, uh, with Lies Beneath, I agree with, with you guys. I think it's an, a stellar game. Um, it's really, really cool. But just uh, you were talking about leave, leaving the door open, uh, and I think that what would be really cool is I have a space outside of my backyard now where it's open, but it's covered. Yeah, so yeah I, I saw that. Yeah. can you? <laughs> I, it would be pretty creepy if you were outside playing that game because a lot of it takes place outside. So the winds, oh, yeah, blowing, yeah. Wow. a lot of the winds blowing around you, and I mean that would just be a total different. That's number. real cold immersion. That's really gonna have it there, isn't it? If you get like a strong breeze of wind, just flick up the leaves and sort of like whoosh, and you go, yeah. you know, that's got to be genius, worth it. Another thing I think about, like doing streaming as well, making content and stuff, is. You've got to try and keep up with what's new. And certain games I don't want to move on from. And Lies mm. Beneath was one of those games. Same as mm. Saints and Sinners. I just wanted to, like, regardless if I'm filming or not, I want to play it. Um, so, yeah, that, I, that's how much I love Lies Beneath. Oh, we've got more. <laughs> we've got more. Oh, much for the donation. <laughs> <laughs> Too good, man. Too good. Thanks blessed, b- blessed be the salsa. Oh. Yeah. Did you finish Lies Beneath? Has anyone Ooh. finished Lies Beneath? I haven't finished it. I couldn't make it through it. I'm a wuss. <laughs> heart, mate, it, actually, gameplay-wise, there's some really tough parts in that. There really is, yeah. tough parts. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Have you finished it, Dane? Yeah, yeah. That, I, I literally just came back to finish it the um, in the past like week or so. I was like, right, I need to get, I need to get on this. I need to get through it. Um, nice. Yeah, and it's really good. Really good. But yeah, it's bloody tough. Yeah. Um, yeah what else did I play? I played a bit of Ninja Legends, and that's a little bit of an old one, but that's coming to PSVR. I don't know when. I don't know if they've announced a date, but I know it's that coming soon. One, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I randomly uh, got that f- come through. Um, so I played a bit of that. That's a workout, I tell you. That's that does make you sweat. It's, actually um, it's fairly right. simplistic in the game. It's yeah, it's it's good fun, but it's like fairly yeah. simplistic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Pro putt. I really like that. Actually, I really like that. Um, I like I've putt, been playing that. Yeah. I just love the physics of like being able to bounce it off all manner of random objects <laughs> in the environment. Um, I tried. Slender Man, which is on side quest. Um, okay. but it was yeah, absolutely terrible. Isn't it called like the unofficial Slender Yeah, Man? it's and I, I, it's from like obviously an older version of the game or something, but it's like it runs at like five frames per second <laughs> and you can't see anything super grainy. <laughs> it's so dark. Special. I tried to play it and I was like, and I, w- I was scared at first because you literally couldn't see anything. It was just like a pure black fog and I was like, shit, what's gonna happen? 
Um, <laughs> nothing happens. And then you realise the game hadn't loaded properly. Yeah, I was like, this is just not great. So I just, I gave that up. Um, what else did I play? I finished off Walking Dead, which is obviously awesome. Um, wow, cool. Definitely in the top, <clears throat> definitely top 10, maybe top five PSVR games. Yeah. Uh, again, the physics are what make that game and the survival aspects. Yeah. Very, very cool. Very well balanced. I think um, Spider-Man's done an amazing job on that. Like, yeah. Amazing. It's, it's, it's definitely in the top of VR experiences. Uh, we all know that among a certain core of other games, that that's one of the go-tos if you want to know what VR now uh, should be like and some of what to expect of the future and what's to come. Yeah, yeah definitely, man. Uh, what else did I play? Like you mentioned, actually, I think that was before the show started, uh, Car Parking Simulator on SideQuest. Um, I did have fun with that, but it's fairly fairly straightforward. They're going to add a load of more content to it because at the moment I think it's $10, and I don't I think I would pay that um, for oh, what you get out of it, to be honest. It. Right. Um, yeah, I got a key, key, key free from the developer. Um, and it, I did have fun with it, like I said, but I don't think there's enough there, there yet to justify that price. Um, I actually did look at cheap. it on SideQuest because I saw your video. Yeah. And I thought, shall I check it out? And yeah, I didn't want to pay a tenner for it or ten dollars to be honest. Yeah. Like, if it had been like three or four, maybe five. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. I think then it would have been fine. And that's, to be honest, the thing that drew me to it is you got like the floating blue hands that look like hand tracking. And I was yeah. like, oh man, I gotta try this out. And then I'm the developer it's like it's not hand tracking. I was like, oh man. Oh, is it not? Saying, no, it's not hand tracking. Oh, it's I it's it the was. controllers. Oh, I'd um, be really guy then. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, exactly. Because I looked at it and I was like, yeah, it definitely looks like hand tracking the yeah. way that kind of image looks. Um, but he's he's looking to add that at some point, but who knows when. Yeah. Um Quest Doom I played. So the classic Doom in VR again through Side oh, yeah. Quest. That was wicked. Absolutely loved that to pieces. Mm-hmm. Um Gorn, uh Predator Hunting Grounds, flat game, I know, but I had to, which is a bit of a good laugh. And then I think that's it really, which is quite a lot. Um Iron Man demo. I obviously played that um, oh, in between the last couple that. of shows, and uh, yeah, I think I gave my thoughts in the uh, the chat when I missed the. the tell last us again, show, though. Tell us again. Did it live yeah, up to expectations? Or? I, it didn't meet my expectations. Um, I was disappointed. Again, I, a part of that's going to be down to how much hype was around it, how much I was looking yeah. forward to it, all that sort of stuff. But I just didn't. I didn't get the sense of speed. If that makes okay. sense, like in a flying game, that's what I always look forward to. That sense of motion, that sense of speed. I didn't get that at all with Iron Man, uh, maybe a little bit when you're really close to the water, um, but definitely not in the whole action sequence in the air. I didn't feel it at all. Um, also, the kind of verticality of the levels, like how high and how low you can go seemed very limited. Um, mm. Like before, I was go right, I want to rock it up and then it go, you know, you've hit an invisible ceiling now. Um, yeah, and the it's not like felt... a sandbox, is it? It's not like an open world or anything. Yeah, yeah, and I, I didn't expect it to be humongously. I mean, it just seemed very. It seemed to stop a lot sooner than I thought it would. Yeah, you, you yeah. can't um, go to that point where the suit is going to freeze up and you go falling well, yeah, into the ground. Yeah, uh, I wasn't expecting like megaton that. rainfall or anything like that, which is an awesome game. Um, but yeah, and again, I think felt the weapons felt a little bit, a little bit weak. I don't know. Right. What, it, what, it, what it made me think of was Ooh. that whole plane sequence. I was first, I was like, oh yeah, I was excited. And then it made me think of Blood and Truth. And I was like, I was having way much more fun and way more excitement from Blood and Truth, the kind of set pieces in that. Okay. And that kind of, that was where my mind kind of went with it. Cause it was like a big a- epic action sequence. You're involved in it. And I was like, I much prefer the ones in Blood and Truth. It made me want to play Blood and Truth as random as that is. Yeah. I, was like, I, I mean, it, loved all the action sequences in that. It's a different thing as well, because, um, 
for anybody who sees Iron Man, a lot of people always go, oh, well, it's on rails. And it isn't. It's completely no, it the opposite isn't. to uh, Blood and Truth. And loads of people with Blood and Truth, well, some people specifically will go, well, I wish it wasn't on rails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's odd that you say, well, I preferred that on rails through Blood and Truth to yeah. off the rails with Iron Man. Um, yeah, very, very I mean, don't get me wrong. Different. I did, I did like flying about, and I think how they implemented the PSVR tracking is done really, really well. Um, it was just what, I couldn't, I didn't enjoy it? that freedom. If that are makes gonna, sense, are you going to buy it? Do you think? <sighs> I don't know, man. At the uh, end of the day, like you got, a, it's one of those games. It's a full price game. You're either buying it for the channel or you're buying it for yourself. So. Yeah, at, at this point, I wouldn't buy it for myself. I'd wait to see what other people. Uh, I'd wait to see some yeah. more gameplay to see if it expands because I know it's got kind of a new suits and upgrades kind of elements to it not like a full-on rpg or anything like that but and i'm wondering if maybe as you progress with the suits you feel a bit faster your weapons feel a bit more powerful that sort of thing so some of the things i didn't enjoy i'm not sure if it's going to change so as you go I, through I, the game i'm on the the pre-ordered camp is everybody else on the pre-ordered or wait i'm not on the pre-ordered camp but i will buy it yeah okay yeah. um thanks uh, to uh monkeyfied as well for the uh two pound um Oh, cool. super chat time! Sorry. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I can hear so that much. in the background. Yes, <laughs> thank you, man. Sorry, uh, Matt. You were saying about Iron Man? Oh, I was just going to say I I want to want to play it. I still haven't played the demo primarily because my space sucks to set up the PSVR. <laughs> uh, uh, that's the that's the biggest hindrance for me. I love um, Iron Man and comic book shirts is my my thing for my channel i'm always wearing a comic book shirt so i'm obsessed with comics and, and anything that has to do with it so yeah. i would love to be able to play it but i can't bring myself to rearrange all of my furniture to be able to play psvr which is just what i'd have to do um so it's really bothering me because i want to play it but then again of course i've also got an original ps4 that sounds like a jet engine when you turn it on because the fans <laughs> are so loud that would go really well with that airplane that level work fine <laughs> with <laughs> iron man of course, the, you do need a good amount of space with Iron Man because yeah. it does a really good job at allowing you, if you've got the camera set up right, it does a really good job of allowing you to turn around a lot more than you normally would. Yeah. BMF is on a break. He did put a video out saying he's on a break, but he's come to chill out and chat. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't work. This is just fun and hanging in front. <laughs> but um, yeah. So. I personally am really looking forward to playing more Iron Man. I am worried about the gameplay length. I am also, funny enough, you brought up about upgrades. I don't think there's going to be any weapon upgrades. I don't oh, think it's going to man, be. Man, come like on. That. I don't think so. Um, but when you mentioned the speed and stuff, I really actually enjoyed flying around. I mean, I remember when I played the demo, I was really gutted that first thing I wanted to do was smash into the water. Yeah. And then come up. See, and it I'm, just went. Boom, yeah, I'm still yeah, yeah. sort of I like, like, I think they're going to bring out the different suits. I still no, sort of like. Yeah, I do think they'll bring different suits. Yeah, I think that's where they could maybe do an underwater bit because there is a specialist underwater Iron Man suit. No. But, but yeah, you yeah, never know. It, you never if they know. Char they might charge like a pound per suit for DLC or something. And uh... I'm sure more than that, to be honest. But um. <laughs> but yeah, but, I mean, yeah, it, there are. Yeah, this is the thing, like. If it was more of that, the same from the demo, I would not want to play anymore. I loved the plane scene. I really did. I thought it was brilliant. I did. 
I don't know, man. Again, again, I don't know if there is any difference between the 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 OG and the Pro, where maybe there was more elements and particles, if that makes sense, that make give that sense of things moving past you or something like that. Um, and this is something we've like brought up before in some other games as well, the OG yeah. versus Pro. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, for me, I was just like, I I don't feel like I'm zooming along the sky. I'm not getting closer to the the ground or anything. Everything stayed, the environment stayed static as I was moving around. Yeah. I got closer or further away from the plane, but that was it. But anyway. I'll get you, man. I'll get you. And it's funny Matt brings up the sound of his PlayStation because I can hear my son's PlayStation through both floors of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it is crazy loud. My Pro doesn't really make that sound. And when you search it online, a lot of people say the Pro is really loud. But My, my Pro, when you play something like um, Gran Turismo, um, that would just whirl up like nobody's business as soon as you... I would say his PlayStation is louder than our Hoover. Yeah, my <laughs> PlayStation is so loud that you have a hard time hearing the gameplay when you're actually playing the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this game sounds amazing. That, that is when you really, really need to actually uh, open up the PlayStation and yeah. get the Hoover in there to get all the dust I out have of actually, it. I have actually got to help him out. Yeah. So, Matt, what have you been playing this week, dude? Uh, it's been kind of like a sporty week for me because I played a lot of Pro Putt. Uh, I really like that game. I did. We we obviously um, uh, both have played the game, and I don't. I know your thoughts on. It. I think you like it a lot. I jumped on your live stream, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Definitely. And um, I've been playing a lot of that. Playing it outside, like I mentioned, underneath my little uh, little tent, that makes it even better because you get the w- wind whirling around you as you're standing outside. That must um, be. Awesome. Oh yeah, that it's really cool. And then I've been playing bowling. Um, which Just was, one uh, quick question on the golf side. Yeah. Did you actually have a golf club that you like taped your controller to or <laughs> anything like that? I considered that, but my clubs are in storage, so I don't have them right now. But I am going to try uh, that as soon as I have it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, I was doing that and bowling um, and then really just messing around. I played some of the new uh, The Wizards Dark Times game. Uh, that was that was pretty cool. I want to jump back into that one. That was cool. Uh, but a lot of what I've done this week has been uh, experimenting with different things for upcoming stuff, like the um, Pro Tubes. Uh, I can't even remember what it's called now. The, the Force Tube. Force Tube. Yeah, I've been playing with that. Contract. The, the contractors playing with that, with that, and doing some stuff with um, some of their sample stuff. There's not a lot you can do with the quest with that yet. So, but I just kind of messing right. around with that. That's really, that's really it. It's been kind of a light week for me. I've done done a lot of stuff I wanted to play this week, which was pro putt and uh, and bowling. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. I mean, we're going to deep dive into the. I'm looking at the corner again where no one is. Uh, we're going to deep dive into <laughs> the uh, into the bowling in a little while. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested to share my thoughts uh, on that one. What did I do this week? Uh, I played some pro putt golf multiplayer with Nathy. He contacted me. He wanted to play some of that. Then I jumped into premium bowling with uh, your man, Matt. Then the same Wizards Dark Times. Another discussion we're going to have. And then I checked out Half-Life Alex Workshop. Done three levels of that. Another discussion. And then, uh, yeah, I played some Euro Truck Simulator. So what we got going on in chat, guys? What has everyone been playing in the chat? Thank you for being here, by the way, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. What have we got? Da, 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 JD Max. He's obviously been doing some sim racing of some sort. Yeah, and apparently his PS4 actually helps him to sleep. The jet <laughs> engine sound is so smoothing. 
Soothing. Smoothing? I hate that, dude. Smoothing. I, yeah. I uh, just a random missaying from me. Sorry. I will speak properly in future. Nice. Boys Brown, Boy Brown says Lies Beneath is a great game. That's excellent. I'm glad to hear that. It is a very good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven Degrees of Gaming. Nat used to be on the show. He said Lies Beneath when he realized his eyes were knackered. It must have been quite a hard time because the graphics and that are like cell shaded. You must have been thinking like, hold on a minute. Yeah. Uh, Pavlovel contractors are both on sale on Steam, uh, below eight pounds each, and that's something we're going to bring up anyway, wasn't it, Matt? You want uh, you saying it cross platform now with the recent yep. update? Yeah, contractors added cross platform with uh, so you there's a, I guess there's a lot more people in there now. Somebody said that there was so many people in there that uh, it was really easy to find a match now, which is good. Yeah, yeah we're just saying the um, contractors Beatron Quest as well, so. Because they just released the uh, new beta of Quest the other day, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. The only thing that they did change is they've removed uh, scopes from the Quest version. Yeah, um, I saw Which kind of sucks because mm. it's nice to be able to actually use a scope, but apparently they're, they've they removed that because it can't handle two screens at the same time. Yeah, so I've, I mean, I've got some recorded footage. Um, and I don't think, funny enough, I don't think it's from a player. I think it's down to Oculus Q&A. Because at the end of the day, when I was playing it, I did notice the frame drop. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like, if you don't get VR sickness or anything, you just, you don't mind it. It's like playing a real game, bit of frame yeah, drop, yeah. carry on. But yeah, I mean, it's got to stay at that uh, 70 frames, isn't it? Or whatever, 72 yeah. frames. Um, yeah, to be able to get onto the onto the store, you got to stay right at 72, I guess. We can't go any lower at all. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's like nipping it in the bud now. Mm-hmm. And maybe do some testing more in the background uh, to come back. Dark says he's got zero interest in Iron Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, Boy Brown, are people looking forward to Phantom Cover Ops? Hell yeah. You'll, yeah. You've got, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I definitely am. It's interesting. What, what are you all picking it up on? Because obviously, I know Matt's going to go quest, obviously. <laughs> yeah. um, no um, and obviously, Dane's going to go quest because he's only got the PSVR or the quest. What about you, Sal? So what are you going on? What system? Um, well, you can do... Can you do this cross-buy on that or not? That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Um, see, it may be releasing when I get the index, so we're going to have to see on that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But there are possible still, you know, um, delays at the moment around that. So I was hoping that I think... It should be due maybe next week or the week after when my wait in the queue should be over. But we'll we'll see um, what happens there. Yeah, you said there was like an eight-week thing, wasn't it? There was an eight-week uh, queue that they put you into, but yeah. they've already got a blah, blah, blah um, because of the virus situation. Oh, I got you. Um, it's it's yeah. impacting on their ability to deliver. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Monkfire said he done fifteen hours in two days on Euro Truck Simulator, and after last night playing it, dude, I can see why. I, I got on. Uh, I was like, I got on a ferry. I was uh, using uh, like Eurostar. I was going all over Europe, man. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And the best thing about it is, you can use real world radio stations in games there is a trucker fm there's like radio one from here radio two all that stuff it's insane like that can actually add so much 
to the experience and immersion. It was really cool. Um, Grimwoody. So Mick, uh, Mick's been playing Wizard Dark Times. Nice Grimwoody. He's been doing Ori using Vorpex. Uh, if the week stays quiet, which I think when we discuss next week, I don't think much is happening. Um, I'm definitely be checking out some Vorpex stuff. Um, just talking to Mike this morning, he was saying about it. Boy Brown uh, has been doing Wizard's Dark Time Pro Putt, Half Life Alex. Nice. VT says, I was driving my real car today and I imagined I was in an ET simulator. Something is wrong with me. Contractors beta on Quest. Excellent. All right, cool. So, um, what should we dive into first? What have I got on my notes here? So, we can quickly talk about uh, the PlayStation 5 showcase has been postponed. But I, unless you guys know anything, I don't think they brought out a new date yet. It's just gone. No, they, they, they haven't the um, as of yet. But apparently, uh, Skeefer wants to see more salsa. And who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> I love the lips at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, it could be a slow mo punch to the face, easy. But you, <laughs> excellent stuff. So yeah, and uh, upload VR showcase also been moved. Uh, I yeah. think to the sixteenth of June. It has been, yep. Yeah. Which is obviously yeah. the one we should all be looking out for because I also think it's going to be on IGN. Yes. Um, yes. Yep. It's going to be big, man. Yeah. yeah, there's some really good, really good titles coming out that uh, they're going to be showcasing there. I can't wait to see. Yeah, mm. and they've been teasing, haven't they? Like, mm-hmm. um, personally, actually, I'm now more excited for Solaris. I'm mm. first contact entertainment. Um, yep, PSVR Frank has been like, even though that game I don't think is coming out on PSVR straight away, uh, I think it's on Quest and PC first. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I, I think, think right. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what you said. I have that um, in my head as well. Yeah, man, suddenly I'm a bit like, hold on a minute, like. Firewall is probably still the most popular game online on PSVR. Um, Definitely. They've done a fantastic job. Sure, there's some things that I wanted changed. Do you know what I mean? Over time, instead of just adding content, like physical, like, what is it? Um, it's just add-on DLC, isn't it? It isn't, I wanted some game changing. I wanted like rounds. I wanted uh, voting for maps. I wanted uh, the ability to name a class. And, you know, things like, little things like that. I mean, I reckon Solaris might be absolutely amazing from them guys. It could be a huge, huge hit. It's got um, so much potential because they've learned so much from mm. Firewall. They've gone through mm. all the bad times when everyone was slating it because the lobbies like weren't working and matchmaking was terrible. And yeah. they picked it up. They've added, like you said, they've added more maps and contractors and things like that um, yeah. and bits and pieces like that to keep people interested. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Solaris for the potential of it. Um, yeah, considering sure. what they've gone through and they, how they've developed as a team kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so let's, uh, let me get my studio thing right because this week, hopefully, and if this goes well, we can have something on in the background looking nice and then we can talk about it, which is <laughs> The Wizard's Dark Times because I, I know uh, Matt's obviously played it. Mm-hmm. I've played it. I don't know if Salsa played it. I can't remember what he said if he did play it. Um, I haven't. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think uh, a lot of games I'm waiting for for after my move. Um, so I will hopefully be able to do more dedicated series of things after I move, but we'll see. So yeah. we of course had Carbon Studio on the other week to talk about 
dark times. Um, but I think we should leave it up to you guys first of all. What were your thoughts? Um, Matt, I'll let you go first if you want. Okay, yeah. Um, I I like it. I mean, it's fun. I, I'm kind of in par- a little bit more partial to this, though, because I love anything that has to do with wizards and magic and stuff. And being able to use gestures is just like a dream come true. It reminds me of, like, Doctor Strange, and that's really what I want to see, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I personally think it's a lot better than the original. Um, I like the original, but, I mean... Uh, the only thing that was, I don't know if you experienced this at all, the only thing that was a little bit weird was the climbing in it. It was almost like it was, uh, I don't know how to describe it. You'd grab onto it and then your hand would shadow and move, but it wouldn't move with your actual, I don't know if it did it on for you or not. It was just a weird climbing thing. I did think it was weird, but then I checked out Blades and Sorcery or Blade and Sorcery uh, Update 8 and the climbing mechanic in that is exceptionally strange. You have to actually, <laughs> like... It's not, it's in a way, it's almost too accurate. You have to put your hand exactly on the runner and then it says ladder and then you press grip and it moves. It's, you'd kind of hope that your hand would suction itself to where you need yeah. to go and you can just yep. climb. So, yeah, I know what you mean about the climbing. Um, yeah, I, graphically, I was very impressed with this. Though. Yes. Oh, yeah, it looked really good, which yeah. is going to make it hard <laughs> going to like uh, the quest version. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm the, I obviously do all quests. And I love the quest. And I think that it's it's uh, a really cool platform, but it's the same thing with Phantom Covert Ops. I've played the beta or whatever the release, the most recent thing that they sent out for creators to check out. And um, going from that back to the quest is going to be interesting because uh, obviously the quest is great. But yeah. there is a loss of of quality that you're seeing, and they have to kind of scale it back quite a bit. So I'm curious to see with the, the Wizards Dark Times, because I know that that's their next goal, I think, is coming out with the Quest version after this, mm, yeah. before, it, before, it, uh, before it even goes to PSVR, I, I think, anyways. Um, I don't have the notes in front of me, but uh, it, was, it was really cool. And um, if they can get the uh, mechanics and everything into the Quest version, I think that a lot of people will really enjoy the game itself. Yeah, I, I think they will because they've done that with the previous ones really well. Mm-hmm. They haven't let us down, I don't think, no, on no. Um, Wizards release so far. Yeah, do we know what yeah. the, the, the overall game time on that is yet or not? Anyone no one's, finished? No one's quoted anything yet. And I'll tell you what, I can't actually remember in our interview whether I asked that question. I actually can't remember if we asked about gameplay length. Um so, I mean, that's one of the other things with Quest now as well, where you're going to get to the point with uh, the Quest versions of games where people are going to want things that are a little bit longer. We know from uh, a lot of other people's sort of like feel on VR. I've just played Sasha again. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to everyone in chat. And I, I just randomly clicked it. I do Like a moth to the flame, GT. Yeah, as soon as he talks, man, that's all I think about is... Uh... Yeah. Oh, uh, oh dear, Boy dear. Brown said, uh, I did ask the question about gameplay length, but they they sidestepped it. They, they did a sidestep, yeah. So when I was playing the light, I was live streaming. I think I might have gone for two and a half hours, I'm guessing, maybe, or maybe around the two hour mark, um, which I actually think has become a bit of a norm for me now because of the quest. Because the quest, if no one knows it or not, comes with its own timer, which is called the battery. So you're yeah. like, <laughs> you're tied. You're like, it's two hours, yeah, whether you like it or not, um, without setting everything up, obviously. Um, or so, yeah. or having an auxiliary battery plugged into the thing. 
But I tell you what was good: the price of Dark Times. Uh, yeah. I think the price was like seventeen pounds. I don't know what that was in for you guys in dollars. It's twenty four ninety nine here. I think is what it is. Yeah, it's like an early uh, adopting price. Yeah, and I thought that was really good. Um, as I said before, I I like all the weapons now have really cool secondary powers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely more action based. Yes, it definitely is. Yeah. And it seems less uh, less simplistic. Like the original was great, but all the enemies were very similar. Um, it, you kind of could tell when enemies were going to come around more than anything. It was less. It felt less like you're in a world and more like you're in a linear path. And even though in the dark times you're still kind of on a linear path, uh, I think that it feels more like a world you're inside of with all these different types of enemies. Um, and uh, I, I think that that's uh, and it varies more too in the different places that you go. I mean, the other the original had uh, I don't remember it's five different areas or something like that, five or six. I can't remember how many. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, this one though, all of the areas are different, and you kind of weave your path. It feels a like a story, and you can go back to your home using those portals at any point in time when you get to kind of like a checkpoint. Um, Did but you do they, that though? Did you? Was there any reason to go back? Because I just kept going. I I was trying to yeah. think. Is there a reason that I've got to go through this portal? Is there something to collect or upgrade? Or yeah, see, I didn't. I I did go back and I played around a little bit uh, because I recorded up until that point, and then I continued to play a little bit farther inside of the little home, and I didn't really see any reason to be back there. Um, but I mean, you can go back. I mean, it's cool to explore, and there's some stuff you can do in there. I think that uh, I haven't figured out yet. Plus, I think later on in the game, there might be more to it because uh, the, the narrator kept saying that there wasn't any reason yet to come back or something along those lines. So there must be something that happens <laughs> that gets you to go back so there. Maybe, you, oh, no maybe to be <laughs> discovered yet. There's no reason right, to come yeah. back. Um, so it sounds <laughs> like uh, a couple of guys in the chat checked it out, which is pretty cool. Um, I am wondering how many of you are using the Quest link because um, recently I've started to notice that people are... I think more people on my channel are now Quest and PC VR mm-hmm. um, a lot more. So I just see, to I, I do virtual desktop for everything because I, I can stay untethered and I don't have to worry about a cable because my PC is probably a good 12 feet from where I play. Um, mm-hmm. So I, it would be a pain to have any kind of cable running all the way that way. And it allows me to just play without the same way I'd play the Quest. Plus, I, as long as my PC's on, I don't even have to connect anything. I just turn on virtual desktop because it's running in the background all the time and I can jump jump into any game I want to at any point in time. So I think a lot of people are realizing that's a, a good option too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny you brought up PSVR because when we speak about PSVR, one of the things, which is the main reason that my uncle in particular was, would stop using it was the setup. Mm. Um, it's funny you should say that earlier because that's exactly what it was. He, he really couldn't be asked with um, making sure he had the correct space, uh, the lighting was right, Mm-hmm. And um, the way a lot of people, and you don't have to do this, but a lot of people will put their camera square on with their TV. So whatever <laughs> way their panel faces is where yep. their camera faces. And my <laughs> uncle would do the same. And it gave him like, I don't know, maybe three foot of room. Because <laughs> he felt he had to see the TV at the same time or, you know, and I was like, no, you don't need to do that. You could put that yep. camera there where your room is actually like eight foot long. It might yep. not be that, you know, but... I can see that people think that, don't they? They think yep. to themselves. Yeah, a lot it's of funny you say it, that because I did exactly that as well. For so long, I had my camera right in front of my TV, <laughs> and I had like no space at all. Probably like 
two or three foot away from the camera. So my tracking was always pants. Well, and then sure. one day I just went, let me just put the camera on top of this cabinet and point it over here. Oh yeah, I've got like about 20 foot of space now. Exactly, dude. <laughs> and do you know what that was? I reckon it was the tutorial video, mm-hmm. which basically said you can all put the camera on top of your TV or beneath your TV. Yeah. I think when you go in the settings, it even says beneath the TV, on top of the TV. So yeah. people are like, well, it's obviously got to go on the TV. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably that those settings came off because of uh, original stuff with the move where you weren't using it for VR, you were using it for just the, the move yeah. camera stuff, which was flat screen based. So that was originally there for that and kind of got left there as a legacy. Yeah, right. yeah. I get that. Yeah, man, yeah. So um, let's start talking about premium bowling. The video you're looking at now in the background is from the PC. But actually looking at it, apart from some reflections in the video, I would actually say it looks very similar, um, to be fair. And they've done a pretty good job. So, Dane or Celso, did you check premium bowling now? I haven't. um, Like I say, I've been all up on uh, the AMS2, really, and... Uh, trying to get more of a, a grip on what I can do with uh, driving certain cars, but I would probably be terrible at this. <laughs> I tell you what, GT is amazing at it. <laughs> that sounds like GT in, in total things. It's it's like bowling. Yeah, he's he's got that. It's chucking the ball down a lane. Um, headshot, bam. He's he's on the headshots. It's just I don't know, like it's weird, but but in real world bowling, I'm lucky. Um, but somehow wait, I got a turkey playing this with Matt, and I was just like, this is impossible. This doesn't happen in real life. I'm certain. <laughs> but um, we did have some good times with this. Uh, I think it was due some updates. I don't know yeah. if, if the official version, because we were playing it early release. Um, our yep. versions would have been weeks before i guess getting up yeah yeah i've played it since and i haven't played multiplayer but some of the same things were kind of present so i'm not sure a lot of it got updated um and i just i had to i actually put a video out just a quick one it wasn't on the channel i put it on twitter and on uh, facebook on how to actually get into a multiplayer match because i kept getting questions how do i actually play with a friend Um, me me and you had this i nearly went to the corner again uh me and you had the same (laughs) thing didn't we well yeah yeah. you figured it out for me i was just like do what is going on yeah, yeah it's not simple i mean getting into a multiplayer match is pretty easy if you just do a random person because you just pretty much find a random match yeah um, or challenge a random person but you you have to go in and make sure your challenge your challenge box is checked and you got to make sure that both of the players are in the same spot and then you can challenge them so it's a little bit kind of convoluted that way yeah. um but you, once you know how to do it it's not so bad we figured it out and we could just keep playing but yeah i, I did a little video because it's like Everyone was saying, how do we play with a friend? I want to go to play with a friend, not just a random person. <laughs> it's weird that they would implement an online feature, which some games come out and they haven't for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come out and then it's like, don't help you how to do it. And one of the yeah. other thing is, is cross-platform with mm-hmm. PC. Yeah. We had a guy turn up called The Dude. <laughs> and he you, was bowling. He was do- bowling with The Dude. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. We was watching him play. And we mind going... blown. Mind <laughs> yeah. blown. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. He literally got a strike or a spare every single time. Oh, yeah, and we going... the dude. We were going, He is. he's a bot. He's got to be a bot. <laughs> and then we decided, so Revitalizer said he was a bot for sure. 
we jumped out and he wasn't a bot, was he? He was no. in and up. He, he jumped into another lobby of us, didn't he, or something? Yeah, no, he was available to challenge. Uh, he That's was, um, yeah, he, but it said he was a PC player, not a VR player. So he was playing it with a keyboard and mouse, which yeah. I'm, I haven't played it with a keyboard and mouse, but I'm assuming, like, if you're playing it, obviously in VR, it's got to be a lot harder. I'd imagine yeah. it's got to be. Um, yep. I'm going to ask, know, what did the throw accuracy feel like? Because obviously, Bowling is a good thing. I presume that you had your um, you what do you call it? Your straps you on your controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The ma- yeah, the uh, someone called them the mammoths the other day. I call them the mammoths. Mammoths and mine's <laughs> the mine's yeah. the Anvar. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I have the AMVR ones too. But yeah, the, the throwing accuracy when you say that, um, it was weird because when we played multiplayer, I sucked really bad. <laughs> Not that that's weird, but then I would play it in single player and actually be able to aim, uh, which is just probably just because we're messing around and having fun. Uh, but I don't know if maybe there is some difference in that in the way that it functions when you're in a lobby or you're online. I don't, I don't know if that's possible, but like, I don't think I got one strike the entire time. And then I went and played it uh, yesterday or the day before. And I wasn't, I mean, I mean, I'm not a professional bowler, but I bowled a lot when I was younger. So I have a decent idea of how to put spin on the ball, what you can do. And it was a lot more accurate. Of course, yeah, there that's was some important. Yeah. I haven't actually yeah. played any single player. So what you're yeah. saying, if you're semi-competent at bowling and you've got some techniques, maybe, they do actually come across in this. Yeah, yeah. And, and it seems to function a lot, uh, really well. And that could be, maybe that could be the update. Maybe, I mean, maybe there was an update as far as that goes because um, we played the pre-release version, obviously, and then I was playing the full release version. So it's possible that that was the case too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Sorry, Sal, so you going to say something? I was going to say, um, Revitalizer asked, what does Arnie call them? Which I presume so, is... Uh, the Mammoths. There you go. go. So there you go. Now you know what Arnie called. Sous has put you out of business, Chopper, actually, isn't it? When you think about it, you (laughs) was the super chat guy, and Sous has come along and just smashed you. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of glad to retire, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. So um, let us know in the chat if you've been playing premium bowling and what you think of it. um, Because End of the day, when we when I played it, I did think it was a good bowling game. I did do that little test. Some games, like behind the scenes stuff, always goes on to maybe make you think you're a good player. I did actually do a couple of bowls, looking another way and throwing it to see maybe is there any like head tracking going on or targeting or anything like that. It did actually seem that if you twisted your hand, you could get a bit of a spin on it, like Matt was saying. Um, but if you ask me to bowl a turkey regularly, <laughs> I can't see it happening. Like. Yeah. I think we was both in astonishment, you know, yeah. I mean, like no way. And there was some really funny things going on with the balls, wasn't there? Like you can yeah. make them explode, <laughs> float. Um, yeah. The avatars were crazy. Like he was oh, yeah. bowling, bowling through your own legs. It was like, <laughs> there was just some really crazy stuff happening. Yeah. The only other thing that I have heard seen mentioned by players so far is that the, there is no chat inside of the game yet no oh, voice man. voice chat oh. it hasn't been implemented yet so it's just text chat so unless you're in a party with somebody and you're you're friends with them um you're not gonna be able to actually talk to a random person you're bowling with yeah that's yeah. a shame but um, you know there's a lot of people who don't actually turn the mics on right, a lot yeah. to be fair but bowling is a great social thing oh yeah absolutely At the end of the day that's part of the thing of like 
you're chilling out with friends, aren't you? Oh yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Any multiplayer game that doesn't have like native in-game party chat or not party chat, you know, in-game multiplayer chat, that's that's such a massive missed opportunity. Yeah. Just have it there, and then have the option to mute or not use your mic, like you're saying, if, you, if people don't want to. But to not have it there is frustrating. So yeah, they said they're coming out with. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, I was just going to say, they're coming out with an update supposedly on it, but there's no timeline on it. So I don't know I don't know how long it'll take to actually come out. Apparently, uh, yeah, just said next update. So, yeah. yeah. Scott is all about the quest life. And he's like, he, I think he literally chases developers of the latest games to uh, <laughs> make sure the whole of the quest world is doing okay. And yep. yeah, he just wrote exactly the same thing. So let's um, step on over to Project Cars 3, which uh, recently... Uh, well, I, to be honest, I didn't really. I've been following Project Cars. Um, I didn't know anything about this at the time. Um, this is something that I I've known Project Cars Three is coming for uh, quite a few months uh, that it was in development. So I had heard whispers in the background when. Uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Started. I knew I knew one was happening, but what I didn't yeah. know was they announce it and they say it's coming summer. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm that used to that long run up. I'm used to that. Do you know what I mean? You can see it yeah. a long way out. Um, but yeah, uh, and the good thing is, like, literally, I when I saw it, I thought well, I probably won't have VR support straight away, and yeah, it has. So um, yeah, well, there's the other side to it, and that is that um, Slight Mad Studios, for those who don't know, was acquired by Codemasters. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Now, um, Codemasters has. Mm-hmm both a good and bad side about VR support. I'm pretty sure as well it's Bando Namkai. No, Namco Bandai. What did I just say? <laughs> Bando Nang... I don't know. I can't even say it again. I'm pretty sure they're saying to do with this as well. Namco Bandai. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, it's funny It's funny that you mentioned that, actually, because with Slightly Mad Studios, um, a long time ago, I haven't followed this uh, Project Cars in a long time. Um, I've played mm. some of Project Cars, too. But the original Project Cars, um, I remember I interviewed the uh, creative director from Slightly Mad Studios back then. Uh, and he isn't, he's not, I don't think he's involved with it anymore um, at all. But uh, back then, I mean, the, the game was like revolutionary as far as what it did and all the different things you could do. Um, so I'm curious to check out Project Cars 3 because I haven't played Project Cars 2 very much, um, but in, in VR at all. Um, so I'm curious to kind of see what 3 is going to be like. In VR, man, it is amazing. And, and, and to be fair, so let me read this thing. Yeah, it says, get ready for your ultimate driver journey. In Project Cars 3, you can own, upgrade, customize hundreds of elite brand road and race cars. Slightly Mad is promising over 200 elite brand cars and over 140 tracks. You can personalize your racing hero, then race your way up from a weekend warrior to a racing legend in stunning global locations. Project Cars 3 is coming summer 2020 to PS4, Xbox One, PC, and featuring best-in-its-class PC VR support. Apparently, they haven't announced what headsets will be supported with it, but you can bet it's going to be all the the standard ones. So that, to me... It's one of those games, actually, I will be getting this because it's almost got that single-player arcade experience for me. Um, you know, JD Max is in the chat. He's fantastic. He does... Um, oh, what one does he do, Sous? What's JD? He does iRacing. Uh, uh, iRacing. The big, the big... Which is almost of... like a real racing career, isn't well, it? Well, that's, that's a full-on sim game, you know. It doesn't get 
mm-hmm. more full-on sim, unless, of course, you've got um, R Factor Pro. <laughs> um, yeah. But this is, you know, this is a bit of a thing. Like I said, they, they've been um, got Codemasters in here, and that means people that actually do the sim side of things, uh, much as some of myself as well, We've actually kind of got a bit of a negative side on this one because there is what we call the Codemaster effect. Okay. And that is to remove what makes it more car driving like or more sim orientated, real world orientated so out from, of yeah. the game. As I said the other week, I'm looking for that Daytona Scud Racer like arcade rush that's me yeah. yeah i just want to i just want to always think man that was crazy good i know what you're saying i do know what you're saying i'm hoping actually this is the balance though for me like going so, back to like gran turismo which I, I mean i know a lot of people said the for me that played like an arcade racer i know there was bits of, but like and there wasn't much to dabble into you can go into the settings and do stuff obviously but i didn't really have to um and i liked that you know what I mean? There was as much as no, I wanted. No, I get where you're coming from on, on and, that. And I enjoyed it. With with this, I'm getting more of a need for speed uh, vibe. Really? As, yeah. It, it, there's Right. So what oh, we're looking at here at the moment is the release trailer, which is like your pre-rendered stuff. There's a couple of other videos out there. There is an arcade mode... Uh, gameplay trailer, which is super arcadey looking. It's like middle of the action and looks very, very sort of um, in your face, need for speed, um, all of that type of Forza, you know, Forza, Forza Horizon type of thing going on, more arcadey than GT Sport. Yeah. Yeah, um, which of course had a lot of the sim world up going. No, Codemasters, what have you done to them? And I'm kind of in that camp, and a little tear kind of rolled down the side of my eye, down the cheek, and um, into the butt. Did you say a tear or a tire? Tear. Was that a tear. A tire rolled out his eye. <laughs> A tire tire of moistness rolled down my face. A tire went bumpy along in the background. That's what it did. Do you all remember when Disc 2, or I can't remember who Disc was, but the blue Disc of Grand Theft Auto 2 smelt like burnt tire? Yes. Can you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought that, definitely. Day release. That was so cool. That was such a cool feature. The old scratch and sniff. But for all the re... But for all the reasons that South is probably not looking forward to this, um, <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to it. So, yeah, and to check it out in VR, dude. Like, but, every game I've played so far in VR, apart from uh, Dirt, I think is the one really I should have um, I should put more time into. But that is hard. Like, yeah, that is a hard... But, I need but to play it. there is yeah. another mode to this. So that is the full-on arcade mode, and there is yeah. supposed to be a sim mode. Now, the sim mode looks closer to drive club physics rather than PC cars or uh, GT Sport physics. It looks a lot more slidey, 
So I'm sort of like, it looks more like they've got arcade plus mode and sort of arcade mode. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, so it's, it's uh, I'm, I'm on the fence over what's happening with this one. What's happening? Um, I'll probably get it just to evaluate it, see what's going on, give it its fair fair dues. I'm definitely going to get it, but I'll tell you what is going to happen, Salsa. Yeah, we just got a donation from Scott. And he says, hit that like button, <laughs> friends. Also thought of NFS when GT was describing it. Yep. <laughs> too it good, always, too good. It, yeah, it just keeps you, it keeps you smiling. That's, <laughs> and that's important. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> it's like a little bit of Christmas. Every now and again, a little bit of a prod. Like, oh, there you go. <laughs> bit of Christmas for you. It's great fun. Um, yeah, so Ecosphere. Has anyone heard of this Ecosphere game? Hey, I saw it on the, uh, the uh, coming soon section. I don't really know a lot about it. So I'm hoping, if I can do this correctly, which I just completely messed up, is... Yeah, I've got a video going. It's all right. It looked in a funny... Um, also a ratio thing. So um, this is a series of VR videos recorded in 180 degrees 3D. That worries me straight away. Mm-hmm. It comes from Foria. Uh, this app offers several encounters with exotic wildlife from across the globe. The experience is narrated by actress and WWF ambassador Anna Friel. I don't know if that means anything to anyone. Yep, I remember. <clears throat> and and the only thing it meant to me was when I first read it, I thought I said WWE. So I got confused. <laughs> I was just thinking, no, I was like, I was what's reading... the connection here? <laughs> when I was reading it, I thought of wrestling because it usually <laughs> WWF. So yeah, I. That so going into mad. nature, finding an animal, and then like body slamming it. <laughs> yeah, that is I what's did. happening I, in this. No, I honestly game. thought of wrestling. Honestly, I'm not lying. <laughs> I swear to God, I did. Like WWF, I thought, oh, that's a bit funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. And lands on Oculus Quest June 8th and will be available on Oculus Go 2. And it's already listed in the coming soon section. I don't know what the price is. Uh, I haven't checked the coming soon section to see if there's any prices or anything. But normally, things like this are never quite as good as they look and the fact it's in 180 sort of worries me a little bit but it's just 3d it's, 180. It, it yeah. is 180 3d vr then it's you know some spectacular sights to be had yeah it looks it. beautiful and yeah it's in, it's in 3d for sure and, and i've talked with a couple of companies actually recently that have cameras designed to shoot that kind of video um and they, they were telling me, because one of their cameras shoots 360, um, and one of them shoots 183 d And they uh, apparently 183 d is a lot better because, you, I mean, you're obviously getting that dimension. That's why it's it's supposed to be better. But Nice. So it's definitely one of those ones, actually, I really want to check out. Um, yeah. I, love, I love, I don't know about you, man, I love a nature documentary. My family hates it. I will sit there <laughs> and just watch stuff because, I don't know, I, I'm, I guess I'm, how do they see me? Like the stupid oh just watch cars go or something and then i don't know you know what i mean like i watch cartoons still samurai jack or whatever spongebob uh spongebob the movie by the way is fantastic and um then i'm sitting there watching this and they're probably so, thinking why are you pretending so, why so are you pretending? Why, yeah so why have you thrown them through a loop and confused your whole family i just love all that stuff. 
But I, I, I think th- I do get where you're coming from. I'm not a big um, animals person, but this under the ocean stuff, I would eat up. Anybody who's ever been scuba diving, um, you know, I, I used to go jumping off cliffs in the morning into the ocean to wake you. up. So that's <laughs> that used to be my morning. I'd would... sprint out on his uh, east wing of his building and yeah. then go straight into that massive private well, not, lake. Quite, well, I, you know, I. Me, me of old, I would get on my scoot, go down to the cliffs, jump off, and um, you know, see some fishes at the bottom of the ocean. That's <laughs> he'd how water, that used to he'd be have, my morning. He'd have waterproof monocles. Sousa's <laughs> 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 face is like, what the fuck are you talking about? So yeah, um... and why monocles? Because you love a monocle, dude. Oh, crap, I've done it again. <laughs> I've got to leave it going. I've got to leave it going. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is a nightmare. South, this is, your face is a nightmare, honestly. It's not. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. buddy. That's all right, mate. That's all right. Uh, next up, there was an update for Gorn on PSVR. Uh, I haven't checked it out personally. Um, but I can just by reading it, I know it is very much welcomed. I think by especially a lot of the uh, well-seasoned users of PSVR. Uh, Gorn fans rejoice this week when developer Free Lives rolled out a patch to improve the height calibration, reduce the difficulty in a certain battle. I don't know the name of it. Uh, and now you can remove the PSVR Guardian, or most people just called it the annoying blue net. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they've added additional movement options. Yep, because it had a very strange movement option, didn't it? That was uh Yeah. I'm I'm curious about that because I almost thought that was in there on purpose because if you can move freely with the analogues, I think the game would be a lot easier. Like all, almost like highlight its simplicity, if that makes sense. Because right. I found it really simple to kind of you know move forward, whack them, dodge. It didn't it wasn't really that, that challenging. It's funny, it's fun to play, but it wasn't have, challenging. Have you see what Boy Brown wrote, he put did they patch a game in as well? <laughs> Oh, anti Gorn, a- anti Polish Paul. That's what you are. If that's the case, <laughs> you know what I mean. I think it's good fun. It, it, obviously, it is what it is, isn't it? It's just a it's a wave shooter with with some melee weapons and some kind of fun mess around physics and lots but, and lots of blood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's like... just a mess around game. It's never. It was never a, like advertised as being something deep or. It's just got a re- random cult following. Yeah. That um, carried across the PSVR. It's one of the early VR games, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. And, and, and someone said, uh, I think it might have been on the show, someone was on it, and they said it was one of those games that was like viral with uh, tubers. You know, yeah. they didn't necessarily want VR tubers, they were just like famous tubers. I don't know. I don't know if PewDiePie's played it. I don't know if Jack Sipti played it. But at the end of the day, kids are going to see that and they're going to be like, wow, gone. And then yeah. they. You know. This was definitely a game that was aimed at the you know younger generation. And that's what <laughs> that's what the majority of all these the comments that have come through saying, "When's Gorn coming out?" You're like, "I know exactly yeah. how old you are just from yeah. that comment." Yeah. Like, this, generally, yeah. other people aren't even asking that question. Gorn, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yep, <laughs> those yeah. are the same kind of same kind of audience. Um, yep. I actually I haven't played it on PSVR. I played it on PC VR, and I it was all right, but I personally wasn't really a huge fan of it. And a lot of people don't don't, don't uh, agree with that, but I just I mean it was great, but um, it just didn't do much for me. Yeah, I know what you're saying, dude. Um, I played it on PC at a brilliant time, but as soon as I stopped having a brilliant time, 
<laughs> I've moved on. Like, I forgot about yeah, yeah. it almost. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. going on a roller coaster. Do you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, this is excellent. And you go on to the next roller coaster and you, you don't necessarily go back and think, you know, that wasn't, I mean, it obviously isn't the best roller coaster. There's obviously, it's good fun. You can't say it's not good fun. It delivers, mm-hmm. I think, what they intend to deliver. They've added in loads of, I assume, what were mods made by a community in the in the past, now into the game. So, uh, and they're good fun, like slow mo, big head mode. Uh, I think it's confetti mode, isn't there, or something? Or yeah, um, that's like if you turn the blood off or something. Yeah, and you know that's important as well because then I guess your kids can still enjoy punching someone's face in <laughs> without the blood. You know, you can just go look at this like a. Yeah, beat up party. Teach them that you can take an axe to someone's head and they'll be fine. Exactly, dude. There's no, it's no, there's nothing wrong with this at all. Uh, you can, I think you can still, and you can also pull their arms off, their legs, their head. You know, and it just, uh, what is it like a pinata? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, can't wait to try that on your friends at school. Um, what's we got? So gloomy eyes. Let's. Uh, I don't know if I've got a trailer for gloomy eyes. Um, I'm not sure, but let's start talking about. Gloomy Eyes. Has anyone checked out Gloomy Eyes? Because I don't really want to lead this one. Yeah, multiple <laughs> multiple times. Really? Yeah. Watched it a couple of times. Multiple times? Multiple times. I watched it a couple of times over. Because um, there's a lot of ways that you can see this animation and move around it a lot more than some of the other animations. It's it's You do need a lot of space with Gloomy Eyes to actually... Uh, view it differently. I'm glad you said that because so today I was t- I was trying to watch this and um, started off okay and then obviously it's moving round mm. so I was sort of following it and then suddenly it sort of moved towards me a bit and yeah. I was like okay hold on a minute I need to sort of move because you know I'm seated and then all of a sudden it was in my eyes and I couldn't <laughs> see anything so I was like I was like okay so I held the Oculus button which then froze. The, the experience um, for about 10 seconds and didn't move. Like it was just still stuck in my eyes. So in the end, I had to literally come all the way over to this side of the room to like look at it again. And um, I found it boring. It, I, I, I got involved with the story on this one and um, I want just, to. I, I, I love things like this where you get the narrative. And you, um, if you connect to the narrative, stuff like this is really great. And I always love this type of uh, almost stop motion style of animation. And to have that come alive uh, in front of you as your entire world and you to be able to actually move in and go as close as you want to to the action or take yourself back from it and then occasionally with some of this one, it does have a case of things whirl around you and you have to kind of like go, whoa, and move out of the way or move towards it or things like that. It 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 was uh, a really nice animation for me. It's the same with things like um, Coco as well. That was, that was uh, a fabulous type of uh, animation. And I, I just... Love it when this stuff is done really well, and I think Gloomy Eyes is done really, really well. That's awesome, and 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 I wish I would have felt the same. Um, I just, it. I'll tell you what it does art wise. It reminds you of Tim Burton. Yeah. Yes, very much. I was so. very, 
I was very surprised he isn't involved, actually. But I was thinking, is this guy involved? And I checked, and all I could find was no. Colin Farrell is the voice or the narrator. Yep. The narrator. But, so I'm assuming Tim Burton's got nothing to do with this, otherwise he'd be plastered over it. Yeah. Uh, I watched chapter one, and it, and, and I think the lack of interaction, which is bad, really, because I know it's not not meant. It's but it's not meant to have any. It's fine. It's not. But for me, I was watching it, and, and, and as you're saying, I think it just didn't pull me in. You know, it didn't. I was watching it. I was like, I want this too, because developers messaged me and asked me to check it out. And I said to them, I'll watch it. I don't necessarily know whether I'll review it. Um, and I'll talk about it on the show, which we are now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're the, the opposite side. Uh, it's a shame, you know, um, like you say, for me, uh, I've, I, I've watched it, uh, you know, a few times. Um, and it's split up into chapters. It's something that should be said as well there. Um, and I absolutely loved it because I love the style of it. I like the story of it. I like um, the production values. I think in terms of animations, um, this shows a part of the potential that I love about VR and animation. Because I love, you know, I really do like animation as so a format I love... of, of, of yeah. storytelling. So do I. I love it, man. I love it. Um and uh, for me, this is one of the, you know, has been one of the better examples. But it's odd in that it does require a much, much larger play space than most people in VR actually have. This is the one of the first, I think, um, VR non-interactive animations where... It's you, not just in front of you. You need a, a way to move around the scene rather than just moving because it actually has that much scope. Do you know what it needs? It needs, and I think something that I don't see used very often is like, um, uh, what's the Alice in Wonderland kind of game we had? Uh, down the rabbit, rabbit hole. Down the rabbit that, hole. A grab and move. Yeah, I think move. that's great, man. Like the and the, you can get you can make your own scale. You can yeah. make the world really huge and and you know and then put it back again and i'd love that i'd love that that'd be so cool one thing that i think was uh kind of unfortunate in what happened the way that it came out is it was listed as being a hand tracking game when it was listed in the coming soon section mm -hmm. on the oculus store oh. um so people jumping into the game were expecting the ability to use hand tracking which yeah. it does use hand tracking but only in the menu so you can choose the episode you want with hand tracking. So everybody went into it expecting, ooh, this is another diorama style game that I'm going to use hand tracking in. Yeah. And no. come to find out, really just That's terrible. Yeah. So it kind of <laughs> screwed over the reviews because there's a lot of people have reviewed it as that. I bought yeah. this expecting to be able to interact oh, with it and it's not interactive. Okay. Why yeah. even put the hand tracking for a menu to note for anybody as well? Anybody out there who has Viveport, Gloomy Eyes is free on Viveport. So if you have a Viveport account, go watch on Viveport because, uh, and Simon C just come up and said that as well. So I just want to, yeah. Uh, so Fabstar says about Quill Theatre. I have a great time in Quill Theatre. I always regularly jump in and check out that stuff uh, on Quest. It's very good. It's really good. Someone just put VR Cuphead and I'm instantly like, whoa, what's going on? Uh, they want a VR cuphead. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, I thought we. I thought there was some sort of news. There. <laughs> I'd love that. No, man. A VR that, that would that would be amazing, wouldn't it? A VR cup Cuphead would be yeah, pretty a, damn a, awesome. Yeah. Next video Close, title is Cuphead to coming that? to VR. Then the video is like two <laughs> seconds long. No. With hand, with hand tracking. <laughs> with hand tracking. No. <laughs> Everyone goes crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So gloomy eyes. Um, I'll have to try it again. Um, but obviously, Salsa absolutely loves it. And uh, yeah. me personally, I'm, I'm still probably, I'll probably need to spend a bit more time with it. Matt, did you say you checked it out? Just for a few minutes. I didn't have a lot of time. Um, yeah. The problem that I had with it, and it's not a problem. It's just that I didn't, like you said, I didn't connect with it because I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the Tim Burton stop motion style of animation anyways. Mm. I'm more traditional computer generated or even hand drawn animation. That's my more my favorite. Yeah. Um, so I know it's not stop motion, but it felt like it. So I think I'd have to force myself to sit through it longer. And if I can connect with the story, then I probably would enjoy it, but I just yeah. didn't have the time, time to, to do that. And the art style almost it didn't it, put me off in a negative way, but it, it is actually a very strange thing that VR and we, you know, like I say, I equate it to stop motion because it has the feel of stop motion. And right. I was a, a fan of Tim Burton before the sort of, um, stop motion things. You had like mm. the Batman films and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that, and then you've got uh, the whole Nightmare Before Christmas, and uh, when you've done all of the darker side of that, um, which is obviously one of the connections because Tim Burton's always been related to that gothic style, mm. and this has got like the zombie and. <laughs> The light, the dark, and the play of this and that in it, um, which obviously brings you, you know, people into that whole mindset. But it's really odd to me that VR animation has ended up feeling so much like um, stop animation. It, it, you know, this whole thing that it, it really does feel like these sort of stop animations when it's all CG. Yeah. You know, it's all computer generated. It's yeah, the same right, with yeah, yeah. Um, the story of C as well. Anybody who wants to see something like that, that's a a very different take on this type of thing. Whereas um, Gloomy Eyes wonder it, it encourages you to wonder where you like. Uh, you still have action points where you should look towards, and it does a good job of getting you to look towards them. Whereas the story of C is very much, bam, we're going to force you to look in a set direction, and there's a few others as well. But I loved the I loved the line. I thought that was really good. It was just once again, I think these things are so good and they're so short, and I'm like, oh man, I wish it was longer. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed the line. Could you imagine like Wallace and Gromit in this slow? Could you yeah, imagine absolutely. Wallace, Wallace and Gromit VR. Wensleydale. Wensleydale. <laughs> I'm all for any of those, any animation being in VR, because I'd love to experience some of those worlds. You know, some of those, like you mentioned Samurai Jack earlier. Uh, can you imagine any of those, you know, the, the good cartoons um, back in the day that are just great worlds? I'd love to just enter into any of those. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Uh, Ray Pope has said Alamette, and which is free. I've only played it on PSVR. I don't know if it's on... Everything else, I'm assuming um, it is theme and, and 
that is very good. I really enjoyed that. Um, but once again, I don't, as I said, I don't know whether it's the lack of interaction or not, but definitely, you know, you can check out gloomy eyes and let us know what you think. Uh, especially if you've got that vibe for man, like that is, uh, that seems to be for the win lately. Uh, for sure. So next up, uh, we're going to talk about Rinlo, which is a game. Actually, I started playing today. Um, I started having a look into it. And uh, someone I know who else has tried it, he said it was rough around the edges. When I went on upload, because I noticed it was on their site, they also said uh, it looked rough around the edges. Funny enough, it doesn't actually look rough around the edges. Um, it, don't get me wrong. I don't think it looks... How can I put it? When it comes to the textures, uh, some of the textures don't quite look as uh, as good as they could be. But this is still early access. So let me just read to you some uh, things about this. It's a third-person VR platforming game. Uh, it's early access June 9th. That's two, that's two days away. You can try a young girl named Agatha that sets out on a journey to learn the secrets behind her parents. Uh, in the trailer you're watching now, she has plenty of traversal. But we also get a better look at Rinlo's first-person interactions in which the player embodies the protagonist to complete puzzles and minigames. And so that's what I can talk about. Basically, yeah, when you're playing the game, the traversal's not quite or the jumping mechanic isn't quite as good as it could be because she seems to jump and slow down. You ever seen those cartoons where like the character jumps and they're still running, but they're not going anywhere and they fall suddenly. Like the first time I jumped across saying I died and I was like, well, that shouldn't have happened because the original, like, uh, I guess speed or trajectory or whatever of my jump should have made it, but it seemed to get like three quarters way through and go meh. So I was like, okay, you've got to like get that into your mind of the way this is going to work. Uh, the other thing is you can't jump while on ledges. You know, like in Uncharted, you could look to the left, press jump, and he'd jump across. It makes the whole going across mechanic less boring, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. This, no, unfortunately, yeah, you're just pressing left or right for ages while she shuffles along. A um, couple of things like that, I think, I wish the developers would have picked up on. This isn't coming out till October, November, though. This is a demo, and everyone can get involved, I believe, on Steam. Uh, I would say check it out, uh, and I'm looking over there again. I would say check it out. I really enjoyed it, uh, funny enough. I might live stream it. I don't know. I might make a video of it, but, um, yeah. I When I first started, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know. Is this, um, this going to be good? And then halfway through, uh, I just started thinking, yeah, it's quite good. I'm getting uh, interested, you know? I'm interested in the game and where it's going. So, uh, yeah, you'll probably see more from me on this one. Just because I love the I love third-person games in VR. I think they work so well, considering, mm. as we know, back in the day, third-person people were like, it's VR, it's got to be first-person. Yeah. Um, I think this makes platforming fantastic. I'd love to see, like, I've never streamed, uh, what's the Fox one? What's that called? Uh, it's out on Switch and everything. Well, it's, uh, it's yeah. Um, I can't Lucky remember. Tales, is that what it's called? Yeah, something that's yeah, super lucky's tail. That's it. Or lucky's lucky's tail. tail. Oh yeah, of course, lucky's tail. Duh. I've got it, man, and it's really good. Um, I have yeah. never streamed it, but I do intend to one day. Astrobot platformer, very good. Funny enough, one of the things I wanted to get in quickly when he talks about the first person re- uh, bits, yeah, it is in the trailer where you've got like the line and you've got to make sure the hoop. I was like, dude, I nearly broke my arm playing that. Honestly, <laughs> I was going around. I got to a point. I was like, Jesus, what the fuck? Like, I'm either going to lose my tracking and I'm going to fail anyway. But my actual wrist was hurting. It was crazy what I was trying to 
trying to trying to get you to do. There's a couple of puzzles, very simple. Um, but on the whole, I want to see more and I want to play more. So, um, yeah. What about you guys watching the trailer? What do you think it is? Yeah, I'm um, always up for um, platformers like that. Like Moss is brilliant. Astrobot's brilliant. And I, I think they can work really well. And I think um, uh, it's just got said in the chat about Ven VR that's coming yeah. to... Is that just coming yeah. to PSVR or is it coming to other platforms as well? Coming to pla- all of them, I think. All of them. Well, not quite. I haven't heard any Quest. I've just heard... No. <laughs> I haven't heard Quest officially, although they did comment on my list video where I mentioned it. Um, and I don't remember what the comment was, but it was a very mysterious comment. So I'm hoping that their goal is to eventually release on Quest. Yeah. I think, I think that's every developer's goal at the minute. To be say, yeah. Yeah. Every single game, they, they just go, we need to get it on Quest. We, we want to Quest The Quest yeah. Pie it, is, it is like a, a very much a growing platform. I think the important thing with a lot of these games, and one of the things that Moss did so well and was a really big goal earlier on, is providing that connection to us as players and providing a, a, an emotional connection to people. And uh, this is where you can tell a big difference between something um, where it's got the quality of animation or the quality of narrative and the quality of uh, voice and sound. Yeah. And it's the same from Moss to Gloomy Eyes to... Um, what was the other one? The 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 flat two D um, from Little Little Bug Studio, um, the Lost Bear, oh, Lost Bear or something. The Lost Bear. Oh, the Lost Think, Bear was brilliant. Yeah, that exactly. Was, that felt like a live theatre production that of is, yeah. a uh, platform game, which that is an odd. You know, is such an odd combination but worked so well because it had so much obvious heart and soul and was so well crafted. When you do something like this, you've got to get that craft down, that narrative storytelling craft and connection with people down that they become truly invested. If they miss that from the game, then they're missing the point, and that yeah, is the bit that really needs to be nailed. I do in know VR. What I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But then, when I think about something like Mario sixty four, yeah, all I cared about was getting the stars. I didn't really yeah. care about actually saving the princess, and I didn't really care about the story. But it was the levels. Well, also you're the same with that Astrobot. I don't care about the little robot. I know he's kind of cute and he waves at you and stuff like that. But it was the gameplay. It was the the level well, they're, design. They're, they're doing, yeah, but they have something there that's still brilliant to connect to, that grabs you. If there isn't something that grabs you about the game that it has that level of polish or that level of brilliance, then it stands out worse in VR. If it has something yeah. that has that connection where you go, this is really good to play, this is really enticing. It needs that one bit that draws you in that is the good part of flat gaming uh, in general that, you know, we always liked as a kid or, or an adult, whatever, playing flat games as well, for it to actually gain anything from VR as well. I know, I do know, I don't, I know what you're saying, but I do also disagree. Okay. I disagree. A lot of games that, <laughs> a lot of games, man, I, I've played, 
I was I was an arcade guy. I am like mm. that looks fantastic. I don't I don't care about the story. Do you know what I mean? Like I just wanted to play it. Uh, in the chat, someone's asked if Medal of Honor is coming to the quest. I don't think it's coming to the quest. That's a very long, long reach. Yes, <laughs> that would be like saying Half Life Alex was coming to the quest. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and I'm looking at no one again. Uh, I need to actually get <laughs> focused on this. Oh, uh, hello. GT actually has a producer, and he's sitting by GT. He's trying to hide this fact, but he's looking at auto cue cards every five seconds. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so don't get me wrong. Like what you're saying is definitely a, a benefit. It's definitely a positive. Don't get me wrong. But like, as I said, like going back to Mario 64, and I think a platformers to me that was one of the best platformers of all time. And mm. I don't remember caring about the story. I just wanted to get all them stars yep. in yeah. each level. And, the, and it, but the platforming was just fantastic. But that, yeah, that's quite. a Nintendo thing though, isn't it? Nintendo has a way to well, enchant it's a gaming. you as well. It's a gaming thing, really, isn't okay. it? Like, yeah. I think yeah. Here's Ven going on in the background, by the way, guys. We'll just transition to get some yeah. gameplay because I don't know if anyone's saying the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that what it comes down to with platformers specifically, like I'm an original PlayStation. I had the original PlayStation, PS2, you know, PS3, PS4. PlayStation's always been my thing. I love PlayStation, or I always have. So like the original Crash Bandicoot, oh. um, used to love that as a platforming game, you know, those types of games. Um, yeah. but that was strictly platformer. I could I don't remember what specifically the story was with it. I just knew get those <laughs> get those apples and whatever, you know, destroy Neocortex. That's all I remember. Yeah, um, but, so those and those I love those experiences, but then then you have something come along like uh, I think it was PS, pretty sure it was PS2, where you had uh, um, what was it? Now I can't remember the name of it. Jack and Daxter. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah man! Oh, brilliant game. Absolutely so, epic. Yes, amazing game. The story though is what got me with that one. I love the platforming aspect of it, but the story of Jack and Daxter, yeah. Jack two, Jack two, where he turns dark and you're kind of you're got that oh, dynamic. Yeah. Of, so yeah. I mean that that I think that there's obviously value to all of it, but there's different games do different things differently, obviously. And I think that you have your strictly platforming games that are just incredible arcade games. Then you get the game every once in a while that nails both the platforming and the story, so you remember it for more than one reason. And those tend to be the ones I remember the most. But like even with with Crash Bandicoot, we, I played through that again um, when they released the uh, the remastered version on PS4. And my son watched me play it, and it was an awesome experience to both be able to wa- play that game and experience it together. But that's just all around all around having fun. Um, so I think, but I, but I think like with what Salsa was saying, in VR things have to be a specific. It has to be done well one way or the other. Um, yeah, and I'm not saying that it has to be story or it has to be gameplay, but there's some has to be some element that you can you can connect with yeah. in a way that is different. And, and it doesn't have to be anything spectacular, but like there's specific things that games do right. And, but if they have to get that one thing right, or else you just don't have that connection to be able to play it in VR. And I'm not saying it, it, it has to be something; it could be it, gameplay. It, it stands out more, and that's the thing that once the connection's made. It stands out even more in VR. Yeah. Well, see, like I'm, I would be, I've played games that had subpar gameplay and amazing stories and really enjoyed them. And I've played games that had no story and just amazing gameplay and enjoyed them just as much. I think that they just have to do one or the other. They have to do right. <laughs> yeah. And, and course, if you get, it, and if you get both is it, you've hit. Yeah. If you get oh yeah. Right, the yeah. whole thing together. <laughs> it's like, Oh yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah um yeah like crush bandicoot as you were saying that's a perfect example i i knew i knew cortex whatever his name was evolved but yeah what about the gameplay for me um yeah no hit the boxes is all i cared about make sure you don't fall in the holes and hit all the boxes <laughs> the apples get the apples <laughs> yeah yeah get them Look, van looks van looks you know like it's got something there that is going to be um it's it's got the i want to hit this jump right platform yeah. thing it's like i nailed it nailed it you're gonna be going through that playing that game going nailed yeah. it yeah that's what i think that that's what i like about crash and i hope is that way with ven is that especially the time trial modes trying to make your way through those levels and hitting every single box and hitting every apple in the right amount of time that's just pure platformer um, yeah. and yeah. that's just that's just all about having fun i want that dude i really want that I, I'm, when I look at that and I look at the animations of the characters and the levels, I'm thinking this has got a chance to be a, an excellent platformer. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's got likable characters. What was the one I wanted? To, it was a game and I checked it out recently. I've been looking at it for years. It was made by the Banjo-Kazooie people. Oh, and it looks just like it. It sounds like it. Ukulele, I think it is. And um, I was a big fan, as I said, Banjo-Kazooie, all them types of games. And uh, when I played it, dude, I was so uninterested. Like, I can't honestly describe how, like, I was like, I, I, was, <laughs> I was gutted, man. I was so gutted because I've been looking at it. I was thinking, wow, you know, it's made by that team. And I'd rather just go back and play Banjo-Kazooie than play something that's trying to be what it isn't. So, uh, but yeah, let's uh, quickly jump on to Half-Life Alex uh, workshop mods. Who has either watched or checked out any of these in some form or shape? Because I did a video this week and it had PT in it and it was absolutely amazing. I've now seen the future of Half-Life Alex. Like it is going to be. No, oh, yeah, the mods are going to just. Yeah, the mods are, will change everything. And you know, at some point, somebody's going to do something with uh, everything they've given for the mods that is going to blow our minds in ways that we haven't thought of yet. Because yeah. that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes with all Half-Life games in general. There has been something that's gone on with the mods past release with Half-Life's engines and what they allow, the freedom that they allow people to mod in this engine. It produces something uh, special most times. Yeah. This early how, on, how scary was the PT thing? Terrifying. I'll tell oh, you good. what that video, it, <laughs> that video, right? In general, it's not finished. By the way, it gets to a point it just stops. And right, okay. The point it stops to is you did play PT back in the day. Is when you looked through the wall and you got like the, the hole, and you could see into the bathroom, and then it sort yep. of transitions into loads of hides and stuff. It finishes there, but I think Matt. I messaged Matt today or yesterday, and he said to me, "I oh, just watched that video." It was like, "How scary is it?" And I was like. I don't talk that video <laughs> from, a, from, a, from a content providers like, set, like where I should be at this level now of doing this in three years is a bad video. Cause I'm just scared. Like, well, I, I was watching it and I knew that was the case because I was sitting there thinking, man, GT's not saying a word. I mean, he must be terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my own. Like, I, actually, I was doing it. I was thinking, I should just bloody live stream this, but it's like chickening out because um, it's more this is like oh, this is a crazy there's so many things going on visually it, 
fucking it almost makes you want to feel like you're going insane because it's the same corridor over and over and over and over and the radio progressively gets crazy and i edited this video as well i edited at least five walks around that hallway <laughs> because it is like i i'd watching the video i'd personally get bored of that you know if it's a live stream and you watch it live maybe it's different but it was just like you're going around and you hear the same radio chatter, the same radio chatter. And I was thinking, God, I'm going mad here. Like, nothing's <laughs> happening. And then it, like, all of a sudden it says, don't touch that dial. We're just getting started. And it just like cuts into the radio. And you're like, fuck, what's going to happen? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was absolutely crapping myself, honestly, playing that. And yeah, when I watched it back, I thought, I didn't really say anything. I, didn't, I, I was just... <laughs> Just cold and cold and scared, and I was getting like in the video. I'm sure I, I was thinking, I did I say I was scared? Did I say I was cold? Because I had goosebumps a couple of times. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I'm just like, I think now and again you might hear me breathe, like <sighs> <laughs> just creepy breathing randomly on your video. But after PT, there was I think it's Balamorski or something. It's not Balamore, if anyone says it's like <laughs> it's some sort of weird, uh, scary station thing. That was excellently done, really well done. You go around before it. Oh, it was fantastic. A mind breaker, like mind breaker was epic. And I was thinking, wow, I remember a lot of people were sort of like on the fence about paying for um half-life because it was a full price game there's not many games that come out at a uh, traditional gaming price of what are we looking at now 50 pounds 40 50 pounds yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, if, that, if yeah. you are getting the index i don't know if it's going to happen they say it will that they give you the game still for free but i don't know if they actually refund you the price of the game if you've already got the game or not so are you about buying a Valve Index or something? Yeah, well, because I'm getting the index, they are still saying that the game will come for free. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, either way, man, all I was saying was with the pricing thing, like, I don't know what value you put on this now. Do you know what I'm saying? With the workshop. I, mean, you thing, can't, I don't think you can put You can't put any value. You can't. With v- you can't. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to continually add in value. VR content, though. Like, if people are ever sitting there going, oh, you know, I think Boy Brown, he first got his into pc vr and he said what game should i get and i was like saints of sinners or half-life like you might as well just go in at the best of the best at the moment which is half-life and with the workshop i'm so glad he did it because at the end of the day he's got so many things to play now so much content there and when counter-strike hits it yeah i'm really looking forward to the time once they start uh i know there's people out there working on it i'm sure uh, with the mods start really changing the uh, the look of the characters, so you get different oh, enemy yeah. types, and you know they've already started to mod the the weapons, so you got lightsabers and stuff. But what I'm really looking forward to is in like a year from now. Oh, my my favorite is the year. water pistols. Yes, right. <laughs> I love the water pistols. Um, but when they, when we've had it for like a year now, and people are releasing these experiences that could be paid games on their own, yeah. which you know you know is going to happen with totally yeah. new brand new textures everything's totally changed just using the the engine yeah. i mean i don't even know <laughs> it's so many open doors there that it's i mean i don't think anybody even understands what's going to happen in a year or two look what happened with half-life the original with the original source source engine yeah like i went on the workshop because now obviously it's actually in the game you just yeah. go in there start a new game select your add-on boom you're in uh, you subscribe to it like pavlov downloads mm. 
I couldn't believe the amount of stuff in there. Like yeah. I could spend a good two, three days, I think, now mm-hmm. just going through uh, content. Um, but yeah, exciting times, man, all over again. I see some people talking about Resident Evil 7. I've just got to have a look at the chat. Um, some games are more blurry on a OG PS4 over a Pro, which is, and I've, I've said that because yep. when I got mm-hmm. the Pro, I noticed the difference straight away, um, and which is the reason I got the Pro. But Resident Evil 7, I think it's dark. He said he stopped playing Resident Evil 7 on PS4 because he really hoped it would come to PC VR. It, it would be a massive win for PC or for any platform because that game it, is superb. Yeah, it's yep. odd that it, it hasn't. I mean, it had a one-year exclusivity with um, PlayStation, but Capcom, for whatever reason, just went and didn't. I do wonder, right? Now... And it only come across in my head the other day. Uh, I want to say Dead Space, but it's not. Uh, what's the one by Fire Sprite? Persistence. The Persistence. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's now on PC. Yeah. And I've got given a code, and uh, the developer said, Oh, let me know. Sometimes just give you a code. They don't even ask me. He was like, Let's know yeah. what you think. I played it for about 10 minutes, and I was like, I am so disappointed in this because it was literally the PS4 version and there's just on no that platform yeah there's no graphical options uh you have to play it with a controller um and it i was just like this game's two years old like this could have massively benefited from touch controllers from oh hell yeah move your hands and stuff and you do that that takes it to that next level well, i was yeah. actually um, talking with it no go ahead you know, it, it does take that to that next level. I think you're 100% right on that, that it's still locked into a control where you have better control methods on the PC side that yeah. they could engage with and pull that level up. I know, obviously, the primary thing is to actually have the flat version there and yeah. engage a lot of people on the flat screen. Side it's on of the that. Switch and stuff, yeah. That's because that game about. is a good game. It, it, it's it got a great value for money as well. Yeah, I was just going to say, that is the reason I was actually quite cross, because I know how good the game is. Yeah. Even with the two-year-old, just dual shock head aiming thing, and the arms are sort of stuck to your head. Yeah. It if just they works, can transform though, that out, Dude, then that it would have been, been such a... a a, a big win for them, I think. It is the de- it would have been the dead space uh, for me of VR. Sorry, Matt, you were going to yeah. say, man. Oh, I was just saying that uh, the other day, or about a week ago, I was talking with a developer of a horror game that's coming out, and that was one of the things that came up was uh, Resident Evil and the fact that it didn't get ported to PC, and and it really could have benefited even more from having that touch controller tracking in that mm. game um, because yeah. it would have made it. I mean, it, obviously, it's a great game. Again, I'm a wuss, so I never finished it. I liked, I played through part of it. <laughs> um, but that level of immersion that comes with having the option to use touch controllers or you know whatever you've got for uh, controllers that are tracked instead of just a, an actual physical PS4 controller or whatever, um, it it's totally changes the way that you play the game and that was yeah. what we were talking about in the in the, this game that they're that they're working on is that that was important to them in creating a world that you can be immersed in and that's that's a huge i don't want to say upgrade but a huge benefit to when you have a horror game specifically 
and you've got your hands there because you can immerse yourself and get lost in it. If I'm playing a game, that's a horror game with a controller. I can get scared, but I can remember that I'm not there most of the time because I've got a controller and I'm turning and, and I'm, you know, I'm shooting with the controller. When you're, you've got physical hands, you're grabbing your gun or you fumble and you drop something and you've got to bend over and grab it. It's just something totally different about that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like reloading. Yes. Right. Can be an art or a skill or add panic mm -hmm. or relief. Um, you know what I mean? Like, not be funny. Like I'm still remote. Like half my Half-Life video is still going in the background. That's the problem. The bars being raised all mm -hmm. the time. Boneworks, Half-Life, Saints and Sinners, and that's the problem. Even now, like I check out some indie games, and like we're going back to gameplay and stuff. Unless there's something gripping there, it then in a way you still start noticing the lack of mm -hmm. interaction of stuff yep. and the lack of movement. And it's uh, it must be quite hard for indie developers now when something like half-life comes out because you'll be looking at that thinking yeah shit <laughs> yeah. good good for us though because it what it does is it raises the bar on what they have to do um and i think yeah. that's just good for vr altogether yeah, yeah it is but, man yeah but at the same time you also have that whole thing that for the early stages of vr you've got a lot of indie developers and um it's still the case that most of VR has uh, indie developers and it is a new frontier. The mm. rule books have not yet been made. So these guys are out here making the rule book, uh, tearing up, making new rules that uh, the biggest studios would not dare to do. Yep. Um, but They're at the some innovators. point in the future parts of that balance is going to maybe shift a bit and we're going to see the these indie developers unfortunately taking a back seat into some of that where it, it just becomes a little bit too difficult for smaller studios to compete in the same way or the same space yeah, I think that that'll require people to be very creative in the way that they're doing what they're doing and focusing on specific things that they're capable of doing and doing them really well. Yep. So maybe they maybe they can't do all the same mechanics, but they can tell a story that is gripping um, or maybe they can't tell the story the same way, but they can make a arcade style game that works really, really well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it, man. Like with Half-Life Alex, it just had when we talk about gold, uh, earlier we talking about gold. It actually did tick a lot of boxes all at once. That was the problem um, for me personally. So, yeah, I think for a lot of people, that's like the halo of Xbox, Half-Life Alex, when they when they play it and they talk about it to others. Um, it sound, When I describe it to people, it sounds quite unbelievable as a game. Um, funny enough, which, you know, like when, I'm, when I'm at work talking to people and you talk about Jeff, do you know what I mean? Like Jeff sounds like oh, something Jeff. an absolute nightmare. Do you know what I mean? Um, he's not that bad. Well, when you... he, he's a lovely character, is Jeff. He's just misunderstood. He's very cuddly. <laughs> he smells. He smells rotten though, doesn't he? He smells like. Oh well, we don't discuss that. You know, we don't discuss that. It's un. It's impolite. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, if anyone's got any uh, anything in the chat you want to talk about or anything. Uh, let us know because we're looking at wrapping up the show now because uh, I've gone through all my notes. Is there anything you guys want to talk about at all on the show? Anything you can think of currently? No. There was a new game. Has it come out or is it coming out for PSVR? Good Dog, Bad Dog? I'm not covering it at all. I don't <coughs> oh, even know if you knew about it. Have you seen dog, it? Bad Dog. 
Oh, do you remember the dog game on PlayStation where you could like chase the smells in different colours? Do you remember <laughs> no, that? I don't. Oh, I remember yeah. my God. Wow, that's a... Wow, yeah. Yeah. I remember a game that I... Uh, what was it? My son wanted to get it, and I didn't... It was called Cat Lateral Damage on the PSVR. Cat Lateral on the PSVR. Yeah. Yeah, it was your, you play as a cat. I mean, it's weird. <laughs> and, it does, <laughs> and you just... Your goal is to knock everything off the shelves and just to create havoc. It wasn't that great, but oh it was... Oh, my God, yeah. Funny. I don't know if yeah. that comes to your so it's So it's like Goat Simulator. Yeah, kind of, but it's more of like With a, a cat. Yeah, it's 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 not great. Let me put it that way. <laughs> it just sounds like a typical, very early VR yeah. game, doesn't it? Really, yeah, that's really what it was. Yeah, the the moving around was weird, and it was it was kind of odd. But my my son had fun messing around with it. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember if that ever came to the EU actually, no. or or our region. But I do no, I don't think it did. I do kind of remember something about that. Mm. Um, do you think Medal of Honor will be in the upload VR? I do think you'll see some more from that. Um, there was a list of games we went through last week. Unfortunately, I've deleted my list now. Um, oh, Salsi, you wanted to talk about Quest users on Steam. Well, just that it's it's moved up a, a good amount. I mean, you don't normally see uh, a great fluctuation in movement on Steam when it comes to certain things. So when something goes up by 1.5% usage in the VR headsets, that scene is actually quite a significant move. Right. And the 1.5% movement has happened, well, over 1.5% movement has happened for um, Steam VR users using the Quest uh, to play. Mm-hmm. That you think means... that's because the stock suddenly come back? Huh? Yeah, I've seen, like, Matt's one of them on, on his on his Twitter page. He's always posting about when they're in stock and when they're not in stock. So Yeah. And yeah. I, I see that from a number of people. Um, so they're coming back. Is that, like, locally as well, Matt? Do you see them back in stores or anything like that? I, mean, I, guess... I, haven't, I haven't seen any locally. Um, Amazon got them back in the other day. Um, but I'm pretty sure, I'm checking right now, I think that they were still in stock on the, on the Oculus website last I checked. They just, yeah, they're just in stock now. Wow, that's awesome. Does yeah. your so, Amazon do the uh, monthly installments? No, you can get a you can do credit, but you gotta it's different for us over here. Right, okay. But yeah, yeah. so it, it is one of those things when you see movement for a headset and it goes in percentage of the overall community, it can be quite a significant thing because although because uh, it's opt-in information that we're talking here. It's not uh, straight up generated. It is opt-in information, which means somebody has to say, yeah, okay, that's fine, we agree. Um, it can be more significant or not, but um, it's always interesting to see what happens with that. Boy Brown said the last free pistol... Is it the last one? I don't know, it's the last one. It's the uh, last pistol- free one, yeah. Yeah, oh, last free one. Yeah, last yeah. free one before the PSVR gets. Uh... Cool. That's apparently been delayed. Um, uh, blah, 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 where are we? Half Life oh. Alex is sitting in the top of the Metacritic charts of all PC games. Of, yeah, of all time, basically. Yeah, that's crazy. Limitless Gaming says, "Have you seen that rhythm game on SideQuest?" I jumped into SideQuest today actually and checked out a couple of things. Um, nothing I want to talk about, I don't think, yeah. Uh, <laughs> called Move On Up or something similar. I have not heard of that. No. Let me know if it's any good. 
What, what, what do you guys think about this? But I, lo- I love side quests. I think there's some great stuff on it. But I feel like lately there's been an influx of junk. Like just stuff that's not even yeah. anywhere near there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I love side quests. Don't get me wrong. And I think it's a great option to have. There's some good stuff on there. But yeah. I go on there probably every other day just to check and see if there's anything there. And the vast majority of it is just stuff that I have no interest in looking at at all. I think the I stuff that's going on there is just really, really, really early. They're yeah, like pre, yeah. al- pre, 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 pre alpha. And I'm like, yeah, you put me off already that I don't even want to come back to it. It's too yeah. early. Terminus <laughs> was probably the biggest disappointment for me because when I first played it in alpha, I thought it was brilliant. I was like, this is going to be quality. And then next time I played it, they've obviously, and fair play to them, they've gone in and gone, right, we're going to add this story to it. We're going to add like a train journey. We're going to, have... And it must sound amazing to sit there like doing a storyboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was playing it, and I was like, "What's happened? Like, <laughs> what? Why is this happening now?" And then, uh, you know, the fighting was a little bit off. And in the end, I didn't make a video, and I, I messaged them and just said, "Look, it's not where I thought it would be at the moment. I'll check it out later on." And you yeah. could tell they were really disappointed. Um, and I was disappointed. I was. Uh, it must be hard, <laughs> like, to go. We've made this better, and I'm like, no, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. I did a video on it and then that whole train sequence i was like i cut out like 99 percent of it i was like this there's nothing interesting going on really yeah. it was weird. Seeing some explosions the issue i had with it mostly was like well not mostly but one of the issues i had with it was the locomotion was just kind of weird and it wasn't clear when to get off the train either like they kept stopping and the door <laughs> yeah. <would open>. yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah, yeah i, I said off. that <laughs> the door's open i'm like well i'm off I'm not. <laughs> I, okay, I'll have to stay on then. Uh, and it was like, and it, was he at like two stops or something? You just, just yeah. there's a couple going on. Yeah, it was with yeah. nothing going on. Like there's nothing to interact with. To because later on it's got the mobile phone thing where it's got storyline and stuff like that. Oh coming mate, through. that killed me. That <laughs> the mobile phone was actually really quite well used, implemented in the alpha. Yeah, and the next time I played it, I was just like, but I can't do anything here. It's just like all over the place and. I don't know what it's like now. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure they've brought out another version. Um, I've not played it for a while. Um, yeah, I haven't played it for a while either. I think yeah. I'll be like with you waiting for it to get a further update maybe. Yeah, man. Yeah. I actually got some motion sickness from that and I don't usually from a lot of things, but I did for that one for some reason. I don't know what it was about the locomotion. There's a skiing game. I can't remember the name of it on SideQuest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Descent Alps or something. Something yeah. like, yeah. And uh there was people saying, I don't get VR sickness, but this has done me. Like, this has made me feel, I had to take off the headset straight away. I got that. So, a lot of people give VR sickness mention um, heat. They get hot first. They feel yeah, like yeah. a hot flush. Like a flush. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, if I don't get out now, I'm, I'm going to be done all day, like, kind of thing. And I thought, oh, I've got to try that because I, oh, I do want to get VR sickness in a way because I don't get it. Sit <laughs> um, oh, cool. out. So yeah, I thought this sounds the game. I didn't get anything from it. And actually, I quite enjoyed the game. Uh, I only done a bit of the training. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to dive in, do a little bit more before I make a video because I want to make sure there's some extra quality there because otherwise, it's like Dane was saying a little bit, it's just a case of there isn't a skiing game. Let's do someone skiing. And that could be it. So it's not necessarily a yeah. reason to invest in anything. Um, but yeah, I'm going to check more of that out. Uh, the other one I tried was a drone flying game. It's called mm-hmm. like, oh God, that was that was a bit broken. And, and I want, <laughs> I'm looking for a bloody drone game. I think that'd be so good in VR. Like, yeah. every, you know, like drone. 
Yeah, I, I see the RC side of stuff like that has always been kind of like a specialist thing as well. Um, and I tried to do like uh, an RC car game earlier, but the controls weren't working right. And I'm trying to get back in contact with the, the the developer. I need to email them back and say, "Hey, it's not working." But in general, anything to do with flying and RC style flying, like drone physics, ends yeah. up really expensive. Yeah, um, you so know. Scott, as you just said, the best thing on SideQuest is Doom. That's what you reckon. See, I actually disagree. I wasn't actually that amazed by Doom. I don't know, but that's because I've played it. I thought it was good, but I've played it in VR chat. I've played it in VFR. I was just like, and I've played Doom a lot. Yeah, you've been there, done that. A little bit, yeah. And I was just a bit like, I'm not wowed by this enough to make a video on it. That's for sure. uh, Did you try Cactus Cowboy Portal? That sounds that sounds completely interesting. It's it's <laughs> like right. a it's like a portal, you know, portal uh kind of game and it's actually pretty cool. It's a little weird and there's some weird stuff going on, but uh you essentially get uh, two pistols and they create portals and you have to solve puzzles like you would in Portal. I love Portal. I love that game. Boyd Brown has uh mentioned one of our favorites which is Hyperdash. Yeah, so I'd say Hyperdash is is actually the gold of SideQuest yeah. at the moment. I still yeah. think that is up there. Um, to the top. To the top, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. when I played Hyperdash, I was like, Jesus, this is better than most actual games. Yeah, it's pretty much ready for release, isn't it? That's yeah. what it feels like. It was amazing. And... Um, yeah, and to the top, obviously, it is a real game. Like, and it's yeah. got great music, great quality. Uh, so, yeah, um, I think when it comes to like, to say, for example, when you're talking about actually a flat game going to VR on SideQuest, I still think Half Life for me was more of a wow moment than Doom. Uh, and Fabs, the yeah, I, I've actually just updated my tea for God, dude. I can't wait to jump back into that because that game is amazing in room scale. That, that well, there's an update, is there? Yeah, it's actually had quite a few from from the last time I played it. Uh, I'm not saying it's actually made any difference because the first time it was pretty phenomenal. So yeah, yeah. I, I haven't. That's one game I've done very little of because I didn't have the space. Like I tried playing it in my space. I tripped over my light. Uh, <laughs> I almost oh, knocked over a pile of decorations. I broke my leg. I have, yeah, to, right. I have to move like the washing out of the way. Stuff. <laughs> All the stuff no one sees on camera that is in my room. Uh, just junk in general. When you go to like tea for God, you're like. So I've got, you're probably going to walk into it or walk over it and stuff and yeah. break it. I want to go in a warehouse and just play that. Oh, that'd yeah. Be, Definitely. That'd be awesome. Like Space Pirate Arena. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I can't wait to try that out in a warehouse. That'd be so bloody cool. Uh, have so you cool. played other large-scale VR? I've done... Um, I can't remember what it's called. I did Location based with Arizona. Yeah. See, I haven't done any location-based. There was another game that I did that was like a early release alpha type thing for that wasn't on SideQuest that someone sent me, and it worked well. But again, I haven't, I didn't have the space to really play around with it. Right, yeah, I can't. I wouldn't know what that is. Uh, Dark. If I had a quest, if I had a quest and I let VR virgins try, I would explain. It's just a taste of what VR is like, but for a premium, um, I. I think graphically you're onto something there. And also with the software as well, I think you're right. I think PCVR has the big titles that show it yep. off the best. But that tetherless thing is 
like there's a magic God, there. Yeah, T for God looks not great. Yeah, but it looks like 3D polygon VR, and there's still an amazing moment yeah. of when you're walking around your room and you like walk into like a, a lift, or like there's that weird bit where you look for a doorway which hasn't got a back to it, but it's another world, <laughs> and you're like. How the hell, man? In VR, it just it's it messes amazing. with your yeah. brain, but you kind of work with it and go with it, and you yeah. walk around these spaces and go okay, and try to shuffle through and round the the different parts depending on sizes of things, and then it opens up into bigger spaces, but closes down the the track and makes you, you feel go like you've been walking for ages, and and you're thinking I must be somewhere in my garden by now. And yeah. then you realise you're like, I'm still in the same space. How has it done this? Mm-hmm. Very clever. I can't, wait. I can't wait to jump back into that. Right, guys, I'm going to have to go because I've got work tonight. Um, yeah. But thank you ever so much to Sal. Sal from Sal's Ketchup VR. Great as always. From Get to the Chopper. From Dane from Get to the Chopper VR. <laughs> Wicked to be here again. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. And uh, Matt from BMF, man. Thank- Make sure you check out all these guys as well. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, man, it's awesome. It's great just to be able to actually talk about VR instead of sitting there typing about it. It's, yes. uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah. yeah, thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you to JD for coming a channel member. Thank you to everyone who donated today. Thank you for the Super Chats. Really appreciate it. Thank you for your likes. Thank you especially for commenting and being part of the show uh, each and every week, each, each and every Sunday. So, yeah, hopefully we're going to roll on as we go on with the VR link. We're going to uh, basically have a number of different guests uh, joining us at different times. Salsa at some point will have to move house so i'm assuming um we're gonna have there, some you know yeah there may be a small break we'll see which happens there yeah what 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 transpires but hopefully it'll go all smoothly it won't be too too long yeah so yeah, at the end of the day we're gonna have a there's a whole list of people now who are looking forward to jumping in so yeah it should be good thank you ever so much guys enjoy your week hopefully uh all of us will see you at some point look after yourselves stay safe Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye. Ciao. Care.